Hello listeners, thank you for once again tuning into Green Gossip podcast by the Disposal Company powered by Vanity Wagon. As you already know that at Green Gossip, we take the storytelling route to sustainability. We explore everything from childhood memories, education, work experience and family values that have helped shape the sustainability vision of people behind your favorite brands. Well, today we have with us Arjun Rastogi from Nagin Sauce. Nagin, an international award-winning Indian hot sauce brand renowned for its range of authentic and delicious sauces and condiments, is one of my personal favorite brands. So let's quickly delve into this. Thank you and welcome Arjun Rastogi, Rusty, on Green Gossip Podcast. Thank you a lot for joining us, man. Thanks, Bhagavashree, for having me, obviously. <laughs> okay, so let's quickly delve into this. So, you grew up in Mumbai. Now, how was mm-hmm. it, you know, when you were growing up, was there a lot of conversation around living more sustainably or living a conscious lifestyle, uh, and especially at your place? Um, I'm not sure if we had dedicated conversations about it so much as we just did some of these things. Like, you know, there's some things you just grow up with at home. You don't give it a second thought until you start processing. Oh, like oh, that—that that is what we used to do. Um, we had a lot of those funny little things that came up, like in in years later, where you'd look back and be like, oh yeah, we we kind of did a few things right. Um, but yeah, like we've always kind of had some version of trying to be in that reuse, recycle sort of mentality of just like not not overdoing it on on consumption. Okay, and like mind sharing what these little things would be like? Oh yeah, of course. Um, so, I mean, one one big thing at the dinner table was always like, uh, whatever you take, you have to eat. You can take less if you want to, but whatever you're taking, you're eating. Like you're not wasting anything. So that was just one of those funny little things that just happened. And I just thought it was one of those weird rules, right? Um, but yeah, you, you realize later that absolutely like food waste could be like a a concern or like you'd you'd get like these dabbas or when you're ordering something or if you got something from somewhere else and you just end up reusing the dabba if you have like a bottle that you bought like you'd end up filling it with stones and keeping it as like a whatever like an ornamental thing on the side next to the plants or whatever it might have been right like you just ended up doing something more with everything that you got like would it make you anxious if like you know you got a picture of you saw someone leave nagin sauce on their plate at the end of a meal and like did not finish that <laughs> that uh not so much i mean i think rules are a little different for like a condiment or something like that you might have taken more than you imagine might take it less or whatever the case might be i think the, i think the bigger question is like did you need to order seven dishes for two people or like, did you need to like, you know, fill a, fill your whole plate if you're only going to have like four bites? It's, it's, it's more like little stuff like that. It's not really a, something that drives me insane, but it's just something that you want to be mindful of more of. Hmm. And speaking of home, like, you know, now that you're married, like, do you still follow these rules, uh, like, you know, so to say, or like, is this still uh, a thing at your household? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we pretty much just do whatever is the way that we think we should be. I mean, like recycling, even like trash at home and stuff like that, or like keeping like wet and dry, different thing. Um, it, it's it's just very normal. So like even later when 
the society made it like a thing where it's like okay now everyone has to start managing it for us at home it's like okay cool let's just keep doing what we're doing because we're already doing a version of it right like so it's a minor minor adjustment uh but yeah like absolutely i think everyone's on board with that kind of lifestyle and we've never really been the go nuts and figure it out later and everyone's constantly like trying to you know you, i think amazon's come up with something recently where they say you can combine orders or it's like fix an order on a particular day to reduce packaging and pretty much everyone does that so it's just stuff that you just realize everyone kind of feels the same way and it's just normal okay so uh, speaking of like you know being conscious in these little ways uh, beyond environment like uh, you also once mentioned that it was also like a financial thought process can you maybe like elaborate more about that how you've always been conscious about these things so so when we were kids like my mom was very keen to get us to do the things that she thought was like good habit building so she'd uh, I'm pretty sure it was a bribe like but she'd bribe us to read and you'd get like and and you're a kid right you're like 6 7 8 years old like you don't have pocket money there's no concept of that if you ever need anything it's like mom dad can i have some cash and like i want to do this thing so she just got into this habit of just like if you're cleaning the soap dishes or something at home you get like a couple of bucks of soap dish so <laughs> if you read like a book or a comic you get like five if you read like a book maybe it's like 10 and then you're just like oh yeah sure i want that new rubber ball right or that tennis ball or to go down to have a sandwich or like and so you just end up doing these things because you want to do other stuff and then what that i don't know like i didn't realize this was happening obviously but like what you're kind of picking up is just like good money management <laughs> like if you if you want to get something and you want to be able to do it like here's three ways in which you can earn the right to do it and then in the end you just i mean i think my mom was thrilled with the result cuz i ended up becoming a reader um and just generally a little more thrifty than the average kid i suppose um uh, but it's little stuff like that like that you just kind of like grow up with and then the day comes when you have pocket money and there's no rules at home where it's just like you can go out if you want to you can stay out with folks if you'd like to but you're just never asking for more money right like, <laughs> that's the rule you're sticking within the I'm like okay great so if that means i'm going to start taking more buses less cabs like cool does that mean i'm going to like not going to a bar but like going five times to a friend's house or whatever the case i mean i don't know how it sort of manifests but you just end up living within your means um and you get pretty good at that this is all like stuff that's like super helpful when you i mean when i went to college say for example um abroad in 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 the US i mean and then you're kind of there on your own and a lot of this stuff it comes naturally to you so you're not really i mean you're mindful of it and then you see a couple of folks around you they're kind of just like running wild and then they realize that they used all their terms pocket money and then for 6 weeks they're eating ramen right like yeah. so every everyone's got their version of it some people like to go nuts at the start while they can and then like taper off consumption at the end and other folk other people just kind of like to pace themselves it's just a thing like i mean i don't know so that kind that stuff really helps when you're in the business as well you you try not to overextend yourself or you plan it well or you try like to pick your moment where it's like okay cool like i may get this kind of outcome if i do this but we're not going to go nuts in this other place because we need to open up the budget to kind of do something like that so everything's a given take to be honest everything that you do it's 
it's at the expense of not doing something else. So I guess what you're trying to do in life and in business is just good resource allocation. Hmm. I think I think being scrappy and thrifty as a founder and you know just as an entrepreneur it it is really important and like you said it's a trade off so uh, like again in businesses because especially the kind of businesses that all of us are running today you have to be wary of where these trade offs come so let's say you know when you're trying to make, build a profitable brand yet uh, a sustainable one so what does that trade off look like in that sense you know uh, what would you say to someone who would say that hey sustainability is really expensive and i don't know if i can afford to do that with my business today what's your take on that um i guess there's a couple of ways you could look at that like one is well maybe it wasn't the original plan like to build it in because you're right there is definitely a cost to it sometimes um but if you've always sort of known that this is something that you'd like to do maybe that's something you build into your costing maybe that's something you build into your plan maybe that's something where you make an adjustment in like a marketing budget or like somewhere else because you know that this is something that's going to happen but i think i think the way to really look at this is just because you can't do everything doesn't mean you can't do something right and it's a little drops of water make the mighty ocean type of you know situation where you can add up to a lot of value with minimal small things you know like minimal effort small things that you can do pretty much every day and the goal is to get better is not necessarily to be perfect hmm and the references that you just gave like you know drops of o- drops in oceans and nature so like do these also like come to you naturally after non stop watching david attenborough documentaries <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually um but no it's it's this is more like a philosophy thing like i mean it's one of those where no single raindrop thinks it thinks it makes the flood right or like i mean i think you you read this in like maybe akbar and birbal sort of stories growing up where it's like everyone it's everyone's job to do something so n- nobody does it because everyone thinks the other guy is going to do it so i think the idea is you don't have a responsibility set up where it's like everyone's responsibility to do everything is just say so you can assign one person to the task or you create a culture where it's like no it's everyone is participating in this we're a society even in this little company even when you're working at home like there's ways to do things and we're going to do it in those kinds of ways so like i said like i mean it's a it's a sliding scale sometimes you're good at it sometimes you're mindful sometimes you make a couple of mistakes sometimes you can kind of let a couple of things go but the important thing is just feeling that this is something you want to consistently get better at and not not adding waste is actually it's good for the bottom line to have a culture of not creating waste rather than thinking of it as a, an expense to deal with the sustainability aspect of your business yeah so so uh, like just maybe build on that like what are the things that you are doing at nagin sauce what are the things that you are really committed to or maybe like want to do in future um yeah i mean sure uh there's a few things that we i mean working with you guys is obviously one of those thanks um, for working with other people yeah and people doing amazing stuff like i mean there's this company called Re- refillable has this awesome idea where they bring household products over to you in their van and then you you kind of use your own packaging and they'll just fill it up so 
they save you know i mean you save on packaging it's environmentally friendly you still get the amount of you know product that you need and then the company is offering a discount to you via them so sort of like incentivized good behavior um which is kind of cool like i mean it's it's i hope this is the type of concept or this type of thinking really really picks up um but in our case sometimes it can just be if you need like 100 don't buy 150 or if you like can get away with doing you know like a little bit of like say i don't know maybe it's boxes or it's like paper or whatever the case might be it's just like just use the amount you need to if you've printed something wrong and you need to take notes just use the print that you were going to throw in the trash as like the reverse of it you can just use it for notes like it's in every little form honestly like it's not really a dedicated thing sometimes sometimes it's just like a small thing that you can do and in other places it's like yeah like it's it's actively a cost to go ahead and buy more than you need to just be self sufficient along the way and or just work with what you need and then that way you're not sitting on thousands of boxes or thousands of you know i don't know kilos of like paper or like bubble wrap or something funny like that like that you're you know just just going to go to waste then um yeah and i think this generally has a good impact um literally financially i mean you can not overload on expenses on day one when you don't need something to like day 30 um and it just makes you more mindful of everything that you're doing Well, Rusty, that's good advice. So finally, like I'm gonna give you a chance to speak to your consumers directly. So as a founder, you often don't get a chance to speak to the final, you know, consumer who's really consuming your product. Uh, what would you want to say to them? You know, just uh, as as somebody who's associated with Nagin Sauce, is there a final message here? I've never met anyone who's just like, I don't want better food. Um, so as long as people are kind of experimenting looking for better trying new things i think as long as you're going down that food journey it's it's awesome and we just want to be a nice healthy part of that food exploration journey that every individual has in their own personal lives we want to be a strong part of it um and yeah like we 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 try to design our products in a way that we feel that people will love it not just like so we don't want to replicate things that are just out there in the market like you go to the grocery store there's like eight brands with almost identical packaging making the same eight flavors and you're just like okay i don't want to do that just because it's a done thing i want to try and do a version that i think people might actually love um and sometimes that means you know not everything is for everyone but there's always something for someone um yeah so i would just say keep the experimentation up have some fun and food can be one of the most delightful things like it it's india after all we love our food so this explore i guess absolutely fantastic thank you so much arjun this was really fun and i hope you enjoyed this conversation as well absolutely well folks that's a wrap for today's episode we hope that you too are motivated to become a sustainability champion so do your bit Share the link to this episode with your friends and family. Help us spread the word. Every weekend, we'll be bringing to you the human side of sustainability with a new story. So be sure to follow the Disposal Company on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Once again, thanks for listening. Let's heal the planet together.